This is the Limo Show 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 Show. Welcome, guys, to the Limo Show. Uh, I have with me a special guest today, uh, Marwan, uh, aka the Language Lord on TikTok. What I want to know is what you think is the most attractive language someone can speak. What do you think? Uh, he's built a huge uh, following over the years. He has more than 500,000 followers, I think, which is pretty impressive. I like, I really love Arabic, but anyways, um, my ex boyfriend was from Tunisia. Tunisia! Yeah. yeah. She's low. That's I have not heard someone say it before, and I'm so happy because I'm actually Tunisian. Well, half, but you know. So props on that, uh, Marwan. And yeah, I just wanted to have him as a guest because I thought uh, it was it, it was a super interesting profile. I love what he does, and I'm sure you guys are gonna enjoy it. So um, so welcome, Marwan. Yeah, thanks for being here, man. The second I heard. A Tunisian guy leading a podcast. I was like, you know what? I gotta will the blade. I gotta come over here and and then help this guy out and talk about what he wants to talk about. Thanks, man. So, so what what made you move to Miami? By the way, like, how long have you lived there? Honestly, like a year. I was Virginia based for uh, you know for college and everything, but I moved here about a year ago strictly for social media. Strictly social media. Okay. That's why. And the weather, you know, it's it reminds me of Hamamet. It, it's always eighty degrees. You know, it's beautiful weather. It's a lot of beaches and it's very nice to be here all the time. Yeah, and never been there. I, I wish uh, I wish maybe this this year or something. I really want to visit uh, go, Miami. Man. It's nice. It's very very nice. You got to go. Yeah. Better than yeah, Sony, so, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, in terms of the weather for sure. Here it's yeah. like snowy all the time, it's dark. Yeah. It's uh, the weather is horrible. How you do it? Don't know how you do it, but Yeah. And and so you go back to Tunisia like every year or something or so uh, as we say in Tunisia I would go in the I would go in the winter to go for the olives and I would go in the summer to go for the beaches and the karamous okay same uh, man very same family. as you yeah I'm very yeah. very family oriented so when I have breaks especially in college I would love to go back back home to Tunisia okay nice so that's also how you learned Tunisian like as well because yeah, you... yeah. Okay. well I speak it at home too when I'm talking to my parents I speak you know Tunisian with them because if I don't I'll forget it because there are really not a lot of Tunisians that live here in Miami so yeah cool and and so you knew basically when you decided to move to Miami you knew you wanted to build this type of channel like you came with the purpose of building that channel or it was I love that you said that because no I actually didn't I I blew up out of nowhere uh, my best friend, his name is Eric Ronaldo. Alona. Where are you from, Alona? Albania. Albania. Yeah, I don't speak in Albanian, unfortunately, but... Oh, you should learn. I, I think should. it's that time to learn. You think I should learn? Yeah. For you? For me, of oh, course. Okay. Not that bad, right, come but over you here. Can do better. Yo, can you speak Albanian? Oh, for the day. He's like, he okay. does like the pickup lines and I stuff. I saw him, yeah, the Latino guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Bolivian and Mexican. He okay. was a really good friend of mine from Virginia. And he was like, yo, like I do these channels. And I'm like, yeah, so I, I was shy. I was like, I don't know if I want to be on camera doing that. I have a job, you know. But then we moved to Miami. And I and then one day he was like, you need to go, you know, you have all these skills. You can speak all these languages. Because I was able to speak a lot of languages before. You know, Tunisians, we yeah. can speak like five growing up. And he was like, just go grab the microphone, go ask somebody a question. And this was the first month that I moved to Miami. So I did. I asked, what's your favorite language? The three girls. And it was like French, Italian, Arabic, all of which I spoke fluently. 
And that mm -hmm. video overnight got like 6 million views on TikTok. And I had like 50,000 wow. followers. I was like, I, I guess I do this now. Maybe I should continue. The next month Amazing. I get another 50K followers. And I was like, wow, this is something that I think no one has done before. Where they, I mean, I've seen people, they go and they have like the camera cachet on their chest. They, you know, interview themselves, talking to people, but no one's actually interviewed people like about languages. And I'm like, mm -hmm. maybe I should make this my thing. Worked on it on a whole year. Now I have, yeah, it's like 550 on TikTok. I got like another 150 on Facebook. It's, it's blowing up everywhere. It's nuts. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I, I love that angle, man. Like the language angle, because uh, so so what? Like, what's your purpose with the channel? Is to bring more awareness to the importance of learning multiple languages, or absolutely, like... I see it in two different ways. One of them is to help. So one of them is to help learn languages, right? Because I think that it's so important. It's I love culture, I love history, I love languages, but no one puts enough of an emphasis, especially in America, on languages. Here in high school, you maybe take a year of Spanish. And no one cares mm -hmm. where I'm from, where I grew up in Europe, you need to know minimum three languages to talk to anybody or to even be seen yeah. as a normal European, right? You have to speak languages. No one here sees the importance there. I would always tell my friends, you want me to tutor you? You want me to teach you how to learn languages? Nah, I don't care, man. And I'm now I'm showing the importance of being able to speak a lot of language. You can talk to yeah. anyone. You can travel anywhere. You can befriend anyone. The second reason for my channel was to help guys out. And so because guys are always, oh, these girls are so beautiful. How do you talk to them? And I say because I'm very secure about the fact that I have a skill that no one else has that can easily help you befriend and be charismatic and meet very pretty girls. Mm -hmm. And what is it? What's your favorite language? Every every girl that I've met has a favorite language because, you know, we're brought up looking at all these movie stars, soccer players that are in different countries. Oh, I like Spanish. I like Italian. Oh, really? And then I start speaking it. And they're like. You can speak that, and I'm like, what else do you want me to speak? I speak them all, and it, it, it's just that wow factor, <laughs> yeah. right? And I'm and I'm showing not only because my innate understanding of how important language is, but also with the game part of it, with the you know the pickup part of it, with the introducing yourself part of it, helps yeah. you in every way and every sense of the way. No, it's uh, it's amazing, man, and I love how captivating you are, yeah, with girls. That's what's uh, that's what struck me is like how captivating you were and talking to multiple groups of women, etc. So I guess you trained yourself to be that way. I guess were, were you always that confident, or did you actually learn some a few things? Good, also, a good question. I growing up, I my, so I love my father. My dad is the greatest man in the world that I've ever known. He's a very very charismatic, funny guy. And you know how Tunisians are, right? We're funny guys. We make a lot of jokes. Yeah. But as a kid, I was kind of a loser. I didn't really talk to no one. You know, I was very shy around girls. I didn't get any girls till I was like in high school, you know, because I was short. Um, but now, you know, I've always learned that being funny and 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 being charismatic is the way to not only make friends, but to he would talk to our cousins that way. He would talk to everyone. They would always speak nicely about him. Ah, oh, yeah, he's the funny guy. He's the, he's the fun, you know, he does this, he does that. Um, and he's known for being very charismatic. And I wanted to emulate yeah. that. Right. And so I, I started to get into acting. I did a lot of theater when I was in high school. Okay. I became a cheerleader in college, you know, like like the. the yeah, yeah with the pop on girls and stuff. No, 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 no not, not this. I, <laughs> okay. I, I, I okay. okay, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so in doing that, I got out of my comfort zone and I became really comfortable doing things I never would have done before. All those together with my I've always liked to laugh, make jokes and stuff. And I put that all together with just the the security that I have, knowing I have a skill that will impress people. I'm very confident when I go and talk to other people because I know at the end of the day, they're going to be interested because I'm very confident about it. And that mm -hmm. would led into the confidence that I have to have those interviews. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So you've done a lot of theater and your father was a pretty, like he influenced you a lot in terms of extraversion and all of that. Very, right. very bad. So, 
so so do you have a kind of a pickup background as well like did you study a bit like seduction and dating and stuff like that not at all not at all okay. my only way of ever doing pickup was just being funny because okay. you know i always know that yeah what do they say they go if you can make her jiggle you can make you can make her or no if you can make her giggle you can make her jiggle or some joke <laughs> like that but yeah you always have it because humor is a universal language no one's ever gonna not like you for being funny So if you can be funny, pin it with you're attractive, pin it with you have a cool background, pin it with I speak a lot of languages, you're like unstoppable. It's you're literally mm -hmm. I, I've never had a pick a background and pickup. I wouldn't look up videos and go, how do I pick up girls? I would just do it naturally because I would use skills that I already had. And I learned mm -hmm. that it works. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it. So, so yeah, it's, it's weird because usually guys who are that confident, they, I don't know, they had maybe mentors in terms of dating or stuff like that, but I guess, yeah, it's uh It's also, yeah, how, like in your personality as well, like uh, I can tell you're a bit like that as well. Like naturally, right. I, you're, yeah. Yeah, I will say there's one channel I used to always watch where a guy did do pickup. Uh, it's the Daily Dropout. Have you seen like, like Steven Shapiro, mm -hmm. Big Dogs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. And if you see the way he does pickups, he never does them seriously. He always does something weird. He's like picking up a girl, uh, asking her to go see a refrigerator. Or picking up a mm -hmm. girl while carrying around like an old corded phone. Weird stuff. Picking up a girl using a vacuum cleaner. Like, yeah. they never liked him for the pickup line. They liked him because it was weird. Because it was funny. Because it was out of the ordinary. So I found that yeah. being out of the ordinary has always helped in that regard. And yeah, I used to watch his videos a lot. And then we started, I met him, you know, because of social media. I ended up meeting okay. the guy. I'm like, wow, nice. this guy's the same way in real life. Maybe this just is a natural thing. So I guess I should just be my natural self. And just be funny and just be out, out of pocket, out of context. And, and that's, that's worked out pretty well. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. And so what, one question that I have, because I, I needed to ask you this, but like how many language, languages do you actually speak? Like how, how many languages? Yeah. I can speak seven fluently. So seven okay. fluently, but I can also have a basic B level B2 or B1 conversations in about 21 different languages. But seven okay, yeah. are my so you know a few snippets. You know a few snippets of a lot of languages. Like I can have a conversation maybe for a couple of minutes in, in like Russian or in like German. Okay. But I can speak fluently Arabic, Tunisian, you know, Spanish, Portuguese, French, Italian, all those. Mm. Are you self-taught? Self-taught or is it like you, you took like multiple courses? 100% self-taught. Okay. I've only ever taught myself languages. Okay, yeah. And um, and you taught you taught yourself languages because you knew it was powerful to like to become more charismatic or like what's the main reason initially so so two two pronged uh it was actually never about pickup or being more charismatic it was once again my dad my dad spoke a lot of languages okay and also where i grew up you know i grew up in a lot of different countries and to be able to survive in those countries and this goes back to the difference between the u.s and europe right europe there's a big emphasis on knowing a lot of languages because literally two hours anywhere a different country where they speak a different yeah. language. In America, it, that doesn't happen at all. Maybe Spanish, maybe, or French. But for me growing up, you know, I went to a bunch of international schools. I had friends that came from all different kinds of cultural backgrounds. I had to learn other languages to be able to befriend them. And, and so mm -hmm. that's where the, the okay. you know, that 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 emphasis on languages began. I, I always remember I was once, in, uh, you know, Monastir in Tunisia? Yeah, yeah of course, of course. They have, like, uh, they, have all the, yeah, they have all those hotels, you know, and I would go there as a kid and I would play. And there'd be like girls and guys that were playing at the same hotel, but they were from Germany. Yeah. We'd go to my mm -hmm. dad and say, how do I go talk to them? You know, I want to prefer, they don't speak my language. He'd be go, go say spielen zusammen, which means let's go play together. And I would go to them and say spielen zusammen. They'd be like, oh, you speak German. And I'm like, nine, but soccer, you know, like that word. <laughs> yeah. It's those little things like that. You know, I would, as a kid, 
And especially as a kid, you can learn languages a lot faster. So I learned maybe five or six of them before I was even like 18. So, so that's okay. really good. Impressive. Really yeah. Nice. Nice, man. And you were in the, in a French school or in a German school? Like nope. initial, I was only in ever school. in international schools. So okay. they had people from everywhere. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Got it. And, and so what, what's your favorite language yourself? Because you always ask people, but what's yours? I love Tunisian Arabic. My favorite is Tunisian okay. Arabic. I have to. I mean, and me Tunsi, so I have to. But my favorite one to speak, I think is the most fun to speak, is Italian. Uh, because I feel like Italian is like a game. It's like it's like you're using your hands more than using your mouth. You know, mm -hmm. so it's like we're very yeah, it's very expressive. Yeah. Tunisian is like that too. <laughs> the same kind of thing. I like being gesticulative. So I like languages where it's like they're like fun to speak, you know? Mm-hmm. Nice, 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 nice. And, and you're promoting too, no? Like, are you a promoter kind of as well? Yeah, yeah. In my, you know, not not officially, but in, in Miami, you know, if I have friends that ever want to come down or if I have like, you know, events that are going on, I get invited to a lot of places because of my TikTok following. So if okay. I ever want to, you know, if I ever want to bring guys that want to get a table or if I interview girls and they say, what are you doing after this? Oh, I'm going to the club. I want to go to a club. Oh, no way. I have the hookup at this club. Come with me. You know, it's, it's very, very simple. Yeah. So It, it makes my weekends full and, and I enjoy it. Yeah. So so you kill two birds with one stone with your channel. Not only do you meet girls for the promoting, but you also get a lot of content. Basically. Basically. Okay. Yeah, that, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. But you know, I, I used to do kind of the same thing as you in Montreal for like a year or two. I had a YouTube channel and I would just talk to girls, approach them and make out with them like just for fun. If you want, I'll send you the nice. videos. It's, it's funny. But uh, but yeah, it's because uh, I... I really relate to what you do. And and I know it takes a lot of work because sometimes you go out and you don't, I mean, maybe in Miami you find a lot of girls, but I remember sometimes like you go out with the cameras and you don't, it takes a lot to sometimes build like a nice piece of content. It takes it a does. lot of time. Do you have a it team does. yourself or are you, are you by yourself kind of? It's just me and Eric, me and Eric, okay. me, Eric and a camera. Then he, you know, I film his interviews. He films my interviews. If he does pickup lines, I film his stuff. And so it's worked out really well that way. Okay. And you do this uh, full time now you want to, Do this full time, basically. I mean, I would love to. I still, you know, I went to school for seven years to get my master's and everything. So I still do have my day job uh, okay. with the United Nations. Um, and mm -hmm. so when I'm not doing that, you know, on the weekends, honestly, it's it's funny because people I meet creators that have like 200,000, 300,000. They're like, I'm filming every day to make this content. I'm like, dude, I film for like three hours on the weekend. I get 50 clips. And that's good for the whole rest of the week. So I, I've made it in a way where it works out that, you know, I don't have to spend that mm. much time on social media. So it's, yeah. so alhamdulillah, you know, it's worked out. Um, but yeah, not that much time spent on it, to be honest. Got it. No, that's great. You do it efficiently. You stack it on the weekends or like a few right. days per week. And like from a from a business standpoint, like how do you generate revenue? Is it with ads and stuff like that? Or do you sell a course or coaching? Or Yeah. So, you know, uh, anyone, any creators, you know, now, especially with YouTube shorts. So there's an ability to generate revenue based off of posting on any platform, you know, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, you post anywhere, the same videos, you're going to generate money doing that. So that's mm -hmm. one, what's one part of it. I also have a lot of sponsorships. You know, my favorite is cuts. Cuts is like my, uh, it's this brand of t-shirts. They're really, really nice. So okay. I, I get a couple of shirts per month. I wear them. I say, do you like my shirt? Blah, blah, blah. They pay you. You know, it's stuff like that. Brand deals, sponsorships, you know, ads. Okay. It's mostly where the revenue comes in. Nice. And and you're the biggest on your, your like, what's your biggest challenge channel? Sorry. It's a TikTok or YouTube or? TikTok. TikTok. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it. And so what, how do you see the future of, of your channel? Like, do you, do you want to like grow this to like a multi-million audience and then potentially 
sell a course or sell something or like how do you see the future of <laughs> that's that, it's funny you're asking exactly what people are asking me they'll say can you start a course can you teach me and yeah. it's funny they don't need, I, i've always planned i've always planned on starting a course on how to how i learn languages you know not being a tutor myself but telling people honestly here's how i learn languages you know i i lived here i think of for example spanish i only learned spanish i think here when i was in miami why is that because i'm f surrounded by people that speak spanish and because i speak italian and french and so mm -hmm. even you if you speak french you'll be able to understand what they're saying in spanish so you can find out the conjugation yeah, a lot of because uh, less so, language yeah. right and so a lot of it is traveling a lot of it is being at the right place with the, around the right people. So I want to sell courses that are like that. Uh, and, and it's funny, I got a lot of the comments too are saying, can you sell a course on how to be charismatic on how to talk to girls? And I'm like, dude, I don't like, I'm not doing anything other than what I'm just doing. Like I'm being hundred percent myself on camera. You're seeing now what I'm doing. So if I started a course on that, I would tell you, just look at my videos, just be funny, mm -hmm. be charismatic, be engaging, be, you know, make jokes. Girls love to laugh. You know, if you want to find something in common, where are you from? Oh, you're from Russia. I speak Russian as well. Boom, you're going to get farther than if you take a girl on five dates just by knowing mm -hmm. her language. So that's always mm -hmm. my selling point. And that's what I would tell people if they ever want to see those kind of videos. Mm. So even in real life, if you want to approach a girl, you approach her like with what's your favorite language and stuff like that? I just walk up. I make a funny comment about her. I'd be like, where'd you get those shoes? Target? Never mind. Uh, anyways, what's your name? Oh, that's a Russian name. No. Oh, Rusia. They're like, how did you know that I was Russian? And how did you know that okay. I spoke Russian? And how do you speak Russian? Immediately, I, I get past the third date just by doing that. Mm -hmm. Nice. And so I'm curious, like, maybe for the audience or the people knowing you on TikTok, like, what does your dating life kind of looks like? Like, do you have a girlfriend now? Do you date it, multiple girls? It's... Uh... <laughs> It, it's relatively calm. I keep everything strictly business, to be honest. I I really okay. for my for my videos, especially with interviewing all those all those pretty girls, you know, I like to keep it very business oriented. Um, I my personal life I keep very much off of camera. I don't like to talk about it or, or show it on TikTok okay. or anything. But it if I wanted to be that kind of guy, if I really wanted to be, oh yeah, with this girl tonight, that would it'd be very easy with that kind of channel. So there's mm -hmm. definitely been a lot of opportunities to do that, but you know. The way I see it, I keep business and romance separate. I don't want to put them both together. And it's worked out very well for me that way. So I like to be very, very effective about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I get you. But, but like, uh, so do you, you don't have a girlfriend now or do you have one? Do you, you don't want to say? Yeah. It's complicated now, Jean. Okay. 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 Interesting. Okay. And so um, one question that I have, because Miami, I mean, uh, there, there's a guy I remember. Um, do you know Swagman? He's Tunisian. Swagman? Swagman. No, who's Swagman? You don't know Swagman? Okay, he's a Swagman. famous uh, Tunisian rapper. In, in He lives in Miami, I think. Swagman? You don't know Swagman? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a famous Tunisian rapper, and he's in Miami. He does a lot of clips and stuff like that. Uh, he always uh, speaks like Tunes, you call Oh, he's the guy with the tattoos all over his face. Yeah, 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 but he's in he's in Miami and stuff, and uh, he's famous know that. there. I famous do know who this is actually, but yeah, Iteb's okay. a, yeah, Iteb. I, I've heard of him before. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, are you planning on staying in Miami now? Do you think it's a good environment for you to grow your channel, etc., or do you want to move somewhere else? I love it here. I really love the weather. I love the people. There's always new things to do and new people to see because people come in and out all the time. It's very international. But my, uh, you know, especially with what I was talking about Eric the other day, we really want to go to LA. And so I think LA okay. would be the next step. Uh, yeah, LA is a big spot as well for, for these kind yeah. of things. Yeah, once you get really popping, I think it'd be great content out there, surrounded by people that do the same kind of content. Because here in Miami, 
you don't get a lot of content creators. Everyone's business oriented or vacation, you know? So mm-hmm. that's why it's worked out so well for us here. We were some of the only like TikTokers that actually stayed and was consistent with it. And so it's worked out really well. But as you know, you always got to move. You always got to change. So eventually we hope to make it out to LA. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. And do, do people recognize you in the street sometimes? Like, oh, you're the guy from TikTok and stuff like Bro, that. Bro, all the time. All the, all, okay. all the time. And I don't even say this to be cocky. Like it's it's kind of, yeah, yeah. all the time. All the time, and they're just like, "Oh, because you're the guy that knows languages. How do you learn so many?" La-? And I'm like, "Dude, like, you know, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm at the gym, man. Like, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Even at the airport, even we went to Europe for a Europe trip last summer, and we were getting recognized like left and right in like Barcelona and in, in Paris and Italy, and yeah, it, it's really, really okay, wow. How That's far dope. it's gotten, and it's awesome. Dope, dope, dope. And, and so, what country would you like to visit the most now? Like, you've, you've traveled a lot, I think, but which country would you like to visit? Next. to make videos or just to visit visit potentially make videos but mainly visit really i really want to go to australia i think okay. australia is interesting super, super cool yeah it'd be yeah australia is dope it's in a whole different world and i'm really I, I, we're going to brazil in a couple of days i've never been to brazil before nice to rio for carnival yeah 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 to rio okay. that's gonna be a lot of fun and then we're gonna go to i'm planning on making a trip out to australia at some point that'd, that'd be really cool okay have you done thailand no, I have not done Th- Bangkok. Okay, no, man, you're gonna love Thailand, man. Yeah, yeah, Thailand, Phuket. No, Bangkok is good, but Phuket is better because it's more. Uh, there's the beach in Bangkok. It's too suffocating. Right. Like there's no beach, etc. Interesting. Yeah, but the islands are crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no one suggested Thailand to me. That's interesting. I might actually think about that. I've yeah, heard of honestly, Bali. best trip of my life. Yeah, Bali is great. You went to Thailand yeah. as well. Yeah, last year. Yeah, it was amazing. How was it? Yeah. Man, incredible. Like it's it's like anything else I've ever seen. Cause because when you travel in Europe or you travel in UK or even the States, Canada, it's kind of normal still. You know, it's not like everything looks a bit the same everywhere. But in Thailand, like there's, you know, elephants and tigers and nature and Buddhas everywhere. And like it's it's a huge change in, of scenery, you know. Like Asia is is very different than right, most of the countries. Right. And I have not spent a lot of time in Asia at all. So I'm actually very, very down. Thank you for the suggestion. I might actually do that. Yeah. I'm recording <laughs> live here in Thailand with you don't speak English? <laughs> oh, okay. I don't speak Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you're, you're gonna see. But uh, people in Thailand they're very social, etc. I'm sure your your channel would uh, would make a great. Uh, you would make great great content there. Love. Yeah. yeah, I keep I keep getting asked to go to the Philippines, and I'm like, I gotta learn Tagalog first. But you know, they, yeah, 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 I definitely I need to get to that side of the world. So that's a good suggestion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so one question that I have is like, if you could turn back turn back in time, right, and talk to your 18 year old self. Like, what would you say to him? Like, what advice would you give to young, younger people? Balls. I would say grow some balls. You know, you have. Oh, and I can I think about this often, actually. I think about where I am now at my age and I think about where I was at 18. And I'm like, I'm really the same person. It's just the only difference was the confidence. I was very quiet. You know, I was funny. If I was comfortable with you, I'd be very funny. Bava, you know, I would talk to them, make them joke and everything. But only after I got the security that they wanted to talk to me. Now I stop random people in the streets. Hey, do you want to, and then it ends out, you know, working out my way. So just be more confident in yourself. You know, I, I think this is the thing for, I tell my little brother, my little brother's 19 years old, Wasim. And mm-hmm. I always tell him and I say, you look at the end of the day, the only thing stopping you is you, you know, because if you want to go do that thing, if you want to go to that school, if you want to talk to that person, who's stopping you, you it's your insecurities about what might go wrong. What about what might go right? And you're never going to know what might go right unless you try. What does Michael Jordan always say? You miss every shot you don't take. He doesn't yeah. care if he throws 100 shots in the air. As long as he makes that one shot, he did something. 
And, and so if I were to go back, it'd be one stop being, you know, a pussy, go and actually talk to people, go and actually get stuff done, be more confident in yourself and, and really just use whatever skill you have to the best of your advantage and be social, always be social. You know, people can, especially girls, they can pick up, they can pick up your confidence level very, very easily. And no one wants yeah. to talk to someone who's quiet because girls are inherently quiet. You know, that, you know, especially in Tunisia, right? They're kind of reserved. They don't really want to go out and talk to They're not going to go to you themselves. But if you don't have the confidence to go to them, they're mm. not going to go and do nothing to you. You're never going to make that connection. You're never going to even start something beautiful that might have yeah. existed. Yeah, you have to initiate. Yeah. You have yeah. to initiate. You have to initiate and you have to be secure. And you have to build your own security. You have to build your own confidence. Always. Always. It's an aid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that, that's that's absolutely right. And, uh, and if it wasn't... Like if you weren't doing your channel, like what else would you do? Do you think? I would just be. <laughs> I mean, I I still have my desk job. I'd be doing that. Okay. I'm. That's the beauty of the channel, right? I'm no different online than I am in real life. So I would just be doing what I'm doing now, just not recording it. Now I'm just now okay. that now I'm just recording, monetize it. That's the only difference. So I'd be doing the same mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. So you really enjoy language, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was saying. So you really enjoy like going out all the time, like meeting people. That's that's what you love doing, like going I out, being it. social. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a social being i feed off of it i need it you know i need okay. to go and make interact i need to go and talk to people because i get bored you know life is boring and you only live once if i don't do it now what am i going to do when i'm 45 uh, and azuz on a, on a horse i'm not going to be, be on the <laughs> field yeah. You know? yeah come on man like i got to do it now while i'm young while i'm still able to do all this stuff and travel and everything so i have to do it now you're from jersey right yes. from what part of jersey Mom's County. why are you taller than me um, I have good jeans. We love short kings. Uh, and now, now, ma'am, what is the ma'am? What is the most attractive language someone can speak? Spanish. Why do you like Spanish? It's just the way that it rolls off the tongue. Okay, español con acento de cuál país? Bien. <laughs> I said Spanish with what accent? Like Colombian, Mexican um, Spanish? Like I'm. I don't really know. Just really? anything. No preferences. No. No certain accent you like in Spanish. No. Now, what is your ethnic background? I'm Polish and Irish. No. Do you speak? Any, you don't speak any Polish at all. Okay, say Yakjimaj. How are you? You say Jenkuje. And then Jendobre. I'm good. There you go. On that note, well, so so last question: If a man can speak 20 languages fluently, but he's a three out of 10. Does he go up or down on the attractiveness scale? Up. Like, is he the three? So, like, how much higher? Um, probably like an eight. An eight. Yeah, it shows intelligence. On that note, guys, today I became an eight, even though I'm a short king. Thank you very much and good night. <laughs> I actually right. And so, really, I mean, I, I guess, like, you want to live with no regret. You want to do everything you want to do uh, while you while you still can. That's your mentality. Is like taking opportunities, not missing any shots. You, you know, have like, really. You have mm. to, man. I've seen so many. I've had a lot of friends that you know. Life-ending injuries, you know, uh, I lay at home. I've had a lot of bad things that have happened to people that, that you know, as a result of things they weren't able to do before, right? You never yeah. know when something horrible is going to happen or when life might end or when things might change. If you don't do it now, you're always going to regret it. And that's the one thing I hate in this world, regret. I hate regretting things. So if I don't do it now, I'm going to regret it. So I have yeah. to not let myself feel it. And I used to regret things all the time because I'd be too shy. I'd be too nervous. Why didn't I talk to her? Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I? Why? I hate that feeling. So I just want to do whatever that comes to my mind that I know I can do respectfully. And, you know, if I know that if I don't, I'll regret it. And I hate regretting things. Yeah. And the funny thing about regret is usually regret the things you haven't done. But when you've done something and even if, it, exactly. even if you've done some, something and it turns out badly, at least you've done it, you know. At least you yeah. did it.
Yeah. You feel like I feel like a man if I did something, you know, it's, I wish I talked to her. I wish I jumped out of that plane. I wish I did this. I'm always going to think that I wish I did something right, but I'm never going to be sad that I actually did something unless something mm -hmm. horrible happened, but you know. Right. Yeah. Is there another question that I haven't asked you that you wished I would have asked you, asked you? Oh, what a great podcast question. What, what do I wish you? So this is about teaching, what is it? It's a, uh, you run a channel that is essentially teaching dating advice and how to like pick up and stuff like that, right? What, kind of, yeah, that's, yeah. So so what do you think I could, you know, because I you, you've seen my background, you know, rather the tips I could give and, and the insight that I could provide in that regard. What do you think benefit, or rather what, what language, how do I word this? What could be beneficial? In, in light of what you're doing to do in terms of pickup while using languages? Do you think, is that why you asked me to come on here to talk about how languages help me meet girls? Or do you think that that could relate it all to the kind of content that you do? I mean, yeah, because I asked you about your, your background, if you had a pickup background, and it seems like you're very natural, like you don't, you didn't really study this, or you didn't really, you didn't really read books or train yourself into like, with seduction and, and dating. Right. And myself, I come more from a dating background, like I, I mean, I was always kind of introverted, like I was always kind of a natural kind of, like I was, I never truly, truly sucked with women. Uh, although I, I couldn't really attract the woman I, I really wanted, like I could attract average girls, but with the woman I truly wanted, sometimes I, I just lost my words. Or I would, I would lose my confidence with the woman I truly, I truly wanted. And so that's really pushed me to invest in myself, take a lot of coaches, mentors, read a lot of books, and obviously take a lot of action. Like, like yourself, I used to go in the street for hours and hours on end and talk to multiple girls. And I, I still do it now. Like this weekend, for example, I have a boot camp. Uh, I do boot camps every month or two where I go with clients in real life and we talk to, you know, dozens and dozens of women in real life with, with my clients, you know. And so right. re relating to your question, uh, I mean, you, you asked me, like, how how does pickup relates to languages? Like, what, what's your sorry, I'm, I'm a bit confused. Right. And so and so the idea there is because I know you're living in a lot of different places and you're, of course, a Tunisian. So yeah. do you ever find that it's hard to do so if you don't speak their language? Or do you find language barriers at all during pickup? Honestly, man, I mean, uh, when you know some English, like when you're good at English, it's it's international. Like any, anywhere you go, you can speak English most of the time. Now, what truly helps is knowing a few bits of of the language. You're you're. I mean, if you're, for example, if you're in Greece, if you if you learn a few words in Greek, it's gonna positively surprise women like that, that you know some Greek that you that you take some interest in in their language you know uh same I'm right. in Estonia right now and whenever I talk a bit in Estonian like they're the girls are happy because they they see I've put some effort into learning their language you know so um so so yeah I think it's part it's part of being a full stack man like being versatile knowing a lot of cultures a lot of languages a lot of things right. um right yeah so and you have to be, you know, you have to be that kind of runner because nowadays, I mean, think about how high the standards are for men and we can get to the, you know, to speaking to all the men that are watching this standards are super high, you know, for you got to be able to do everything you, in Miami, especially you got to have a Ferrari, you got to have a Rolex, you got to have a multi-million dollar business. You got to be super hot, work out all the time. Yeah. Standards are really, really, really freaking high to do that. I always say, always you, it doesn't, you know, to pick up the right girl. You do not need to have all of these material things. It comes from within you. How do you make her feel with your own personality? How can you make her laugh yeah. without showing her a Ferrari? How can you make her have fun without taking her to Bali? 
It's always what you can do that others can't do. And that comes, what's something that you can do, you yourself, that no one else can do? Be yourself. No one's you. No one can be like yeah, every, you. Everybody's yeah. taken. Like, yeah. Everybody's already well, taken. No yeah. one can be like me. No one has my skills. No one has your skills. No one can talk the way you do. No one has your background. So use that. Use that exact mm -hmm. thing. And if, if you think you're boring enough, do more stuff. Become smart. Mm -hmm. Learn more languages. Become better traveled. Work on yourself as a castle. Make yourself the castle that people want to visit. Don't be just some traveling nomad trying to visit other people's castles and stealing from them. Make yourself wanted. Don't, you know, and I've also learned that with girls. If You know, a pretty girl on Instagram is going to have 500,000 message requests in her DMs. Why is she going to read yours? Because you're going to yeah. come from it on a different standpoint. I always, you know, back, especially in high school or in college, when I was trying to pick up girls and I would message them on Instagram, it would never be you're so pretty. It would be a random meme, like a you know what mm -hmm. memes are like a meme. Yeah. She'd be like, what is this? I'd be like, Did you laugh? She'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, you want to see more? Okay, here. I'd be like, haha. Now that you laughed, imagine how much I can make you laugh in person. <laughs> you meet up nice. right there. You know, yeah. you always take that different route. Don't be a simp. You know, you can be romantic. You can be respectful, which is I think comes after the part. Once you get that initial interest. And then afterwards, you, you know, once you show that you're funny, you show that you're charismatic. And of course, if you're better looking, it helps, right? So work on your own good looks. After that, yeah. you don't need to be nice to her. You can love bomb her. If you love bomb her first, then later on, you're going to have to withdraw from that a little bit because then she'll be used to all that love you gave her. And as you give her less love, she'll be like, where did that love go? Well, why don't you want to give me all attention anymore? All these guys are giving me attention, but I want attention from you because you're not giving it to me anymore. You know, and I'm sure you yeah. know this very, very well. It always works. Of course, yeah. Of it's all about attention. Man. Yeah, it's all about attention because oh. attention is, is our currency as a man. You know, like right. it's always like we give attention to women. Women give us sex in return. And it's always, you know, exchanging attention into sex, sex into attention. And nowadays, what's what's crazy nowadays, and you, you've seen this probably in Miami, is obviously women nowadays with OnlyFans, Sugar Daddy websites, social media, etc., like they're receiving unlimited right. unlimited attention from guys all over the world without giving anything in return. Like as you said, simps, etc. And so because of that, um, like the, the the fair equation is kind of skewed because they're getting all this attention, but they're not like doing anything. So male's attention is is hyperinflated right now. And the only way to differentiate yourself, as you said, is to take to pick a different angle and not not money, not not like material things, as you said. Like just be different in the way. You, you you approach her and you and you do things and and right. uh, I completely agree with you. Is that something that you teach? You know, after you would get yeah. their initial attention, what what's the next step after that? Then, once you get their initial attention, the, the next step after that is honestly being genuinely interested in her. Uh, whenever I approach a woman, uh, I'm gonna make the conversation about herself. You know, I rarely talk about myself too much, and that's what you're doing too. You're very interested in them. You don't talk about yourself directly. You ask them, what's your favorite language? What do you do? Blah, blah, blah. And you keep the focus on them. Now, sometimes they might reciprocate and ask you. And that's a good sign because it's, it, it means that's like you've reached. Want. Yeah, that's what you want because they're investing now. But um, but yeah, it's uh, it's about keeping the focus on her, make her talk about herself. Um, obviously, I have a full system. I have a full system about how to approach women, how to get dates, etc. cetera. Um, but yeah, I think uh, the first rule of being a good communicator is genuinely like being interested in the other person and right. making the make, make them talk about themselves because people love to talk about right. themselves right yeah yeah no and i personally believe also when it comes to the whole confidence versus cockiness thing i always make jokes about myself it doesn't show that you're insecure it shows that you're more secure actually 
because, you know, half the time when I'm asking, they're like, you probably got so many girls. Yeah, no, I wish. Anyways, you know, and you almost treat it like it doesn't matter. I don't care if you think I get a lot of girls. I don't care if if I know that I'm attractive. The fact that I put it to the side means I know that I do. But it doesn't mm-hmm. matter to me because what I care about is you. What I want to know is what you think. What do you feel about yourself? You make it about them exactly as you said. And stop being, you know, because guys now are, I have a Lambo. Look at me. I have a car. I have this. I, they don't care. They have famous guys in their DMs that are going to fly them out for free. You know, they don't care about that. But you show that you know enough about yourself that you don't care to brag about yourself, that you can make jokes about yourself, that you can make jokes about her. Once you get to that level of comfortability, you have to come into it as a friend, but you never let yourself get friends on. You come in as a friend, right? Friendly, but you never let yourself get friends on. Never, yeah. never, 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 never. And it's really hard to escape that. I'm sure that's a whole course that you have. Uh, how to, yeah, how to I escape mean, you need to escalate things at some point. Yeah. Because if you stay too neutral, if you stay too uh, passive or you don't initiate things, if you're not bold in your speech at some point and you sexualize yeah. things a little bit, uh, you're gonna keep. You're gonna stay friend zone. So I'm sure at some point, even you, you do it with the girls you date. Like at some point, you need to show some clear intent and communicate right. your clear intentions. You know. So 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 yeah. Most guys they get friend zone because they they never escalate. They keep it very neutral. Very they they don't have any edge to to what they say. Um, yeah. So. Because the girl's never gonna do it. She's never gonna say, "Hey, when are you coming over?" Just because you're a nice guy. That almost never happens. You have you have to be the one to suggest that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's it's funny because especially with what I do and what I teach and what you can take away from this podcast and, and what I do with the languages, I'm very good at getting comfortable with girls. I'm getting very good at making them like me. But then the next step after that, if you know, if I would want to, or if someone wants to do what I do and to do that next step, you have to be bold. That's mm-hmm. where the whole you want to come to the club later? You want to come, you know, you want to come check this out, you know, come. You seem very fun. I, I enjoyed your presence. We had a great conversation. And also you're kind of funny looking. I mean, funny, but looking to me. You know what I mean? Like you make a joke about that. Yeah. You bring them with you and then there, screw the cameras, cut the lights. I actually think you're really pretty. Why are you here by yourself? Why, how, are you weird? Like, why are you you're cool? You're attractive? Why are you single? Like what's what's going on? You still make it about her, but mm. you get that the real parts. Oh, I had this relationship. I had. Oh, that's crazy. See, I'm not really like that. You want to know why? I'll show you why. Right from there. Nice. Yeah. Right from there. And and have you dated the Tunisian girls or mainly? Dude, you like, know it's American? crazy. I have never. No, I've never dated. It. I have not. Okay. I have never met. A t- if any Tunisian girls are watching right now, I promise you, I'm funny. Um, no, <laughs> I literally never dated a Tunisian girl in my wow. life. I don't know why. My parents are like, what the hell, man? Are you not going to marry someone from your own country? I'm like, I don't see them. I don't know where they are. You know, they all, yeah. it's so funny the way Tunisian girls flirt. They'll just be like, cuckoo. We'll DM you, cuckoo. Like, Sisi. And I'll be like, <laughs> we next, ça va? They'll be like, we, be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what am I supposed to say, dude? Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe you can give me tips about dating Tunisians, man. Or maybe I got to go make videos in Tunisia or something. But I've never... It's so funny to think about that. I'm a Tunisian and I've never dated a Tunisian girl. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah no, I like Tunisian girls. Honestly, um, like before I used to like not like dating Tunisian girls. But now that I've dated a lot of, a lot of girls from different countries, when you date a Tunisian girl, you feel like she truly understands you because she understands your roots, your culture, you right. know, like she can relate to, to things. You can talk to her in Tunisian. Like it's trippy. It's cool. Uh, it's right. not like Estonian girls. Like they don't know your background. They don't know where you come from. <laughs> You know, so it's uh, it's really trippy. When I when I go back to Tunisia, I love dating Tunisian girls. But I, like, do you go out when you go to Tunisia, like in Gamart or Sidi Boussaid or I don't know? Never, like, never. I would go there. I'm from you know Wardenin. Wardenin. 
Wardenin. Not really. Sahel. It's a very, very small city next to Monastir and Sahalin. And let me tell you, there's no bars, no clubs, not even a restaurant. Shit. So what am I going to do? I would have to go to like Sousse or go to like Tunis. I heard that Tunis is really fun to go out in. I might go there to make videos. Or to yeah, Jorba also. Jorba in the summer is great. Um, is. But but yeah, yeah, definitely. When you go to Tunisia, you have to go out in, in Gamart, in some of the best clubs. There's a nice club in, not club, but it's more of a restaurant lounge in Tunisia, in, in Sokra. Sokra, that's Sokra. Okay. Uh, th there it's, uh, it's called Closerie. In the summer, it's really great. Every Thursday. Uh, there's a lot of bars, man. Hit me up if you're in Tunisia. Honestly, it's great there. The nightlife is great. Yeah. What's the vibe there, though? I feel like because I'm from Miami, man. You know, it's a lot different here yeah. than what the vibe is there. What's the vibe? I didn't know people drink. Yeah, Tunisia. of course. Of course, man. They drink. I, they drink a lot, actually. Tunisians, they drink a lot. Yeah. Even the girls. Yeah. Yeah, man. Even the girls and everything. Yeah. 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 It's very modern, like in the, in that sense, uh, especially like I thought they like in lived the, the at home with their parents. Yeah, I thought they like lived at no. home with their parents, like in Morocco. No. In, in some parts of Tunisia, I'm sure, yes. But if you go to the Asma, like at the, the real uh, capital, etc., like, or Hamamet or Sousse, like big cities, like every girl, most of the, most of the girls drink, etc., unless she's super religious. Fair enough. Fair enough. Man, yeah. you, maybe you can, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to hit you up if I ever need tips for Tunisia because I, I really don't go there ever. Yeah, it's great, man. Yeah, I used to I used to hate to go there because when I when I used to go there when I was younger, I felt like I was improving myself because I was living in other countries, in foreign countries, and I was working on myself. But then when I would go back there, I would find the same people and they didn't really change around me. And I felt like my mindset would take a toll, you know, whenever I go back to Tunisia, because it was um yeah, it's you know, you know when you've changed and then you come back to the place you grew up in, it feels like I don't know. You, it reminds you of how you were at some point, right. and sometimes right. it can be. Um, but but still, now now I love it. Now it's great. It's fun. Uh, in the summer, it's amazing. So definitely, highly recommend for all the listeners going to Tunisia. Go to Tunisia. Yeah. This is now a Tunisia promotional video. Please, guys, come to the country. It's very beautiful. Very <laughs> yeah, go to Tunisia, especially yeah, in the yeah, summer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm very happy about you know it's a very proud I'm very proud of being from there. Right, I didn't used to be, but you know now now it's it's my whole personality. You know. Yeah, I I, mm -hmm. I love it. I definitely, and I love to show that. I don't know if you have Tunisian guys watching your. Of show course, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure there's going to be plenty of Tunisian guys watching this show. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I you know yeah. we are some of the, and I say this with 100 percent confidence. We are some of the best people, some of the smartest people. Not book smart, but the way that we talk. We're very mm -hmm. we're very intellectual. You know, we're very catchy. We're very charismatic. There's not anytime I go and I ask somebody who's Arab, have you met a Tunisian? Oh, I know uh, Qadr, he was super funny, or he was a great guy. It's because we're funny yeah. people. What else do we have in the country except for olive oil? <laughs> like, we're very, <laughs> yeah. very funny people. And I love, I love, every time I meet a Tunisian, I get very, very happy, very, very excited. So big reason why I came on this podcast, you know, big reason why I have that flag in my bio. Um, very, yeah, very thanks, proud thanks. from there. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome, man. Awesome. So, yeah, honestly, I don't know if I have uh, other questions. I, I didn't prepare, like, any other question, I think. Um, like what, what would be your best tip for making the world a better place? Like if you could give a tip to any viewer. For making the world a better place, live outside of your shoes. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, and I studied politics when I was in, when I was in college, I got my master's in public policy. And so what I would always see was the root of problems that people have is because they're too, they spend too long seeing things from their own eyes. You got to see them from other people's eyes, which is why it helps to be well-traveled. Yeah. You know, you have to go places. You have to see things. You have to think outside of the box, right? If I have a problem with you, 
you're going to always think about what your problem is with me. Never what my problem is with you. But if I take a step back and think, okay, he doesn't like me because of this. Well, that doesn't make any sense because this isn't really the case. Let me make that clear to him. I'm not really like that. Actually, I'll show you that I'm not like that. But if that's why you didn't like me, so was that it? Because now on s'entend bien, we can actually get along with, you know, we remove what the, what the problem was before because we saw eye to eye. You have yeah. to live in other people's shoes. You have to stop being so closed-minded. I think the way to make a world a better place with not only befriending people, with stopping, you know, atrocities, stopping wars, stopping altercation between countries is really just understanding that at the end of the day, what Thomas, well, what's his name? Thomas, Hob Thomas Hobbes and John Stuart Mill said, people are innately rational. We always want to do what's best for us. But that's the problem. We always want to do what's best for us. What is best mm. for us can also be beneficial to other people. When I find that connection, how may I improve my life by helping this person out, making them like me? Because the world's all about connections. No one man's going to make it, you know, by themselves. Yeah. Once I take a step back and I think about, okay, I'm like this, he's like that. Maybe we're together and we're similar on this. Let's investigate. If we are, I just made a friend. Now, I, now I imagine I can do that with my worst enemy. You know, yeah. it's, you're always able to find connections. Once you do that, everything can be resolved. Most of the most of the world war, not the world wars, but wars that occurred in the world were because of miscommunication. You know, and this True. goes back to the languages. They weren't even able to communicate with each other. Translators were screwing up. They didn't know how to understand each other. And so once you can see things from other points of view, one thing our great Habib Bourguiba did, right, was he understood where the French were coming from. He understood where the Tunisians were coming from. Why did why was he able to find a solution in a generally bloodless revolution? Like, yes, people died, but compared to Algeria, compared to Morocco, nothing, nothing like that. Because he was smart. He lived in France. He knew how this went. He knew French people. And so he was able to make connections with them, understand the Tunisian people just wanted freedom. We just wanted to not feel like we're working for someone else. And the French said, okay, we want influence. How can we get that while giving you guys freedom? And while it, it ended up working out, he became one of the greatest presidents that Africa ever saw, you know, and then, mm, then yeah, that's, that that's true, man. Yeah. why it's important. Mm -hmm. So why it's important. So, so yeah, putting yourself in the other person's shoes and realizing that we're not different from each other. We all, we're all the same. We're all a big family at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, our only difference um, is our wants. It's our, not our needs. Mm -hmm. It's our wants. We want different things. We're always going to want different things, but we're never going to need mm -hmm. different things. It's always mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Are you a bit spiritual yourself? Not in the religious sense, but do you like, I don't know, meditate or, you know, are you kind of spiritual kind of like? Do I seem like that? Because no. <laughs> no, really. I don't know. Because you're very, yeah, no, because you're very social. You're very, I mean, I can tell like whenever you connect with people, you can, you have this positive energy, this, this, this vibe, you know, and usually you don't attain such a level of, of joy, joy and positivity when you don't work on your inner self and your inner spirituality, usually. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, no, it's. I would say I'm very introspective. You know, I'm very good at read. I I understand myself 100. I always know what I want. I always know what I can do, and I and and so I that allows me to spend all the time figuring out what you want, and then when mm -hmm. I figure out what you want, I already know what I want, so I can find commonalities, and in doing so, I always love to make friends. I really have. I very rarely have any enemies, unless it's like, mm -hmm. oh, you fought me for no reason. I'll be like, why'd you fight me, bro? There was a famously this once, I say famously, this one time I was in Colombia and I was walking down the street and this guy tried to mug me. Like he looked like a knife, oh, tried to mug okay. me. And, I'm, and, I, and I, in Spanish, I'm like, wait, 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 you want money? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, why? Like, is it because people in Colombia are poor generally, right? And he's like, yeah, so give me all your money. And he was very angry about it. And I was like, well, let's think about it. Obviously I have some money on me right now, but what if 
what if there was another way to get some money? You know, there's like a place down there full of tourists. How about do you play soccer? You want to play soccer? You play soccer pretty well. All right, come here. Hold on. If this doesn't work out, I'll give you a hundred thousand pesos myself. Come with me. And so we we did this new game yeah. where we were betting people on if he could juggle more than they were to tourists. And we were filming it. And he was able to beat them all. And he made more money doing that in one night than he would have if he mugged me. And he wow. was like, bro, that's I, a crazy I, story. I man. Yeah. Place now. He's like, I, oh, I don't know. I was, I don't know, man. Like I, my mom doesn't love me. My dad died. I don't know where to find money. It's all that I knew. And I'm like, that's fine, dude. I knew what you wanted, but you know, we have to think about it smarter. Don't work harder. Don't have to kill someone to get what you want. Be smart about it. Just like that. You can calm someone down and find a way to get what they really want because you have to know what they really want. I immediately knew this guy wanted money, but how can I save myself and save my money by helping him make himself some money? It's mm. always examples like that. True. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah, like that. yeah. You think uh, you think win-win all the time. It seems like you're thinking win-win. Yeah, but you're gonna make. No, him, so, I saw his life in his shoes. I know where yeah. he was coming from. So that's exactly why it worked out. Mm -hmm. There's uh, this quote by uh, Stephen. I forgot his name. Like a famous. Uh, he 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 wrote like the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Like Stephen Covey, and 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 he says, seek first to understand and then to be understood. And it's a famous quote, like always seek to understand the person first and then try to make your, then, you know, right. give your point across. But that's what you said, you know, Absolutely. like understanding his wants and needs and all of that. Um, Absolutely. You have to, you have to. Yeah. Um, I, I have a question. What, what do you think about, because you're, you're big on TikTok, I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, what do you think about Andrew Tate, for example? Like he's been in Miami for a long, I mean, he, he came to Miami. He has. You have Fresh and Fit. You have Fresh and Fit in Miami as well, the podcast. Yeah, Fresh and Fit Maybe. podcast, yep. Yeah, have you seen yeah, them already? Guys, like, did you? Those guys, you I haven't, I, I've met the Fresh and Fit guys, but I haven't, they're really okay. cool, by the way, but I haven't met Andrew Tate. No, 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 I haven't met him yet. What, okay. what I think about him, um, it can go two ways. I think that what he's trying to do is very valiant. I think what he's trying to do in terms of really bringing a realistic approach to how men see the world, especially young men, mm -hmm. right? We live in a time right now that is a lot different from 30, 40 years ago with what men can do, what men can't do, right? Yeah. Eyes are always on us. It's very, very meticulous. If I do one wrong thing, I'm canceled forever, right? But think about how life was 30, 40 years ago. Think think of, and this has nothing to do with women's rights, has nothing to do with rape allegations, has nothing to do with increased crime. It's how humans operate. Humans now, especially men, are too afraid to do things. And because of that, they mess up and they lash yeah. out. And that's all back at the end of the day with you being confident in yourself. I think he teaches men how to be more introspective, how to respect themselves some more, because now men sure. are respecting themselves less. I, I think that, you know, horrible things happen to girls 100%. And those kind of people should never get away with it. But that doesn't have much to do with what he's saying. What he's saying is be self-confident. You know, understand that you are a valuable man. If you don't have value in yourself, no one's going to see value in you. I like yeah. those parts that he brings up. Obviously, everyone says controversial stuff. He says a lot of controversial stuff. He has stuff that he says that I don't agree with. That's fine. The main goal, the main idea here is value. He teaches people how to feel more valuable. You know, if I feel that I'm worth talking to, I'm going to be more comfortable talking to other people. If I feel yeah. that I'm valuable, I'm going to feel more enamored into doing better things in life. I think the way he teaches value and he inspires people to feel valuable is very, 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 very effective. Yeah, no, definitely. And uh, and he 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 says it all the time. Like, as men, we need to build our value because basically, right. even if you're good looking, whatever, 
like where you're 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 not like strong masculinity is something you earn right this is not something that you're you're born with it's earned through action through hardships through all of that and so yeah i definitely agree with you on like he's um he's great at communicating to to men the importance of working on themselves and on improving Absolutely. themselves as uh, as a man um, in a time where i mean you put it you put two and two together it's like you got cardi b and Nicki minaj teaching girls how to be prostitutes and you got andrew tate teaching men how to be valuable yeah you know and people have opinions about all those they say no they're not like that not like that but i'm just telling you what you're seeing that's what's yeah. on social media that's what they talk about and why is it okay on one side why is it not okay on the other side you know yeah at least have some equity in that regard yeah the, the problem nowadays is that with the tiktok format and the shorts format people take like very small clips of what oh, he yeah. says and they inflate what he says and it takes a whole different meaning you know so that's been a thing forever that's that's famously yeah. during the cold war they took one thing of what john f kennedy said and they showed it to the russians not his full speech just the one part we're gonna stop those russians yeah. just that part. and they released that to the public not the part of we want to make the world a better place and where people don't die but we have to stop those russians this took that one part and made it blo- yeah yeah exactly what you said is 100 percent true mm-hmm. yeah so um yeah man i mean how can people find you how, how can our listeners uh, support you on your journey like well, what's your Man, it's I for I, first of all, I love everyone that does follow me. It really does mean a lot to me, honestly. It's 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 a dream come true, is what I'll say. I never thought that I'd be here. Um, I mean, I'm all over, you know, I'm on TikTok. I got marijuana, M-E-R-E-W-A-N-A. I'm just now trying to get up on YouTube. You know, it's the same name, marijuana, uh, mostly because I want to make longer videos. Uh, so mm-hmm. if you like my little snips of, you know, how to find me on TikTok and everything, I'm, I I want to do that same thing on YouTube. So if you want to go subscribe there, my Instagram is also uh m-e-r-e-w-a-n-a i always say marijuana and they're like you mean the drug and i'm like no, no, yeah it, it, yeah it sounds like that it's like the drug. <laughs> I know. Yeah. how did you think it was called before uh when uh, you read my instagram handle what did you think it was called uh marijuana marijuana, marijuana. yeah that, marijuana <laughs> in english like american yeah. english, marijuana and i'm like bro yeah. uh but yeah no that's that's where i'm going to be making most of my most of my uh my chat my content so if you guys want to subscribe and follow would love that and that is yeah. always i want all these yeah. like you <laughs> and, and yeah, go follow uh, Marwain, so at Marijuana or The Language Lord as well uh, on TikTok, has some great content and uh, yeah, one last thing uh, I just wanted to talk about something, so it seems like, yeah, I mean, really what blew you up as well is surrounding yourself with the right people, because you've surrounded yourself with another YouTuber, another guy who does content like that, and your network is your net worth, and so you really sort of put yourself in the right environment with that guy, and like, because it would be hard to do it by yourself it's very, and I said what I said, I think like 10 minutes ago, no one human has made it by themselves. Yeah. It's all about connections. You have to, there's a famous line by Wiz Khalifa. If you want to be a boss, you got to be around them. You have yeah. to learn from other people. You have to work together. Eventually, I mean, you're going to make, it's better to make 50% of an $100 million company with 10 people than it is to make Absolutely. 100% in a company with $12,000 of net worth. It's, yeah. it's always better to work with large. I love collaborating. I do stuff like this. I mean, if I wasn't that way, I wouldn't even have come on the podcast. I love to talk with other people. We mutually benefit from this, right? Um, yeah. So you always, yeah, you always surround yourself with people that are like-minded. Now, it's hard to do so because you have to find people that think like you, that operate like you. They have to be like-minded. Maybe sometimes you can collab with people that don't think like you for a video, for a collab opportunity. But in terms of longevity with mutually growing, do it in a group. Think of every band, yeah. every band, like what, U2, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, all those singular people are doing great in life because they were a band and they mutually got there. They all have their own separate yeah. following that follows everyone, right? 
So, so it's always, always be in a group, always make it happen with your friend. Bosses are never born tomorrow and bosses are surrounded by other bosses. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. No, it seems like you're, you're well surrounded. So that's, uh, that's great. Honestly, keep up the good work, man. It's, uh, it's really good to see other Tunisians crushing it. And actually speaking of, um, like this whole thing, your network is your net worth and surrounding yourself with the right people. I don't know if you saw that, but I'm actually, uh, creating an app. Basically, it's a business app. And it's a networking app for entrepreneurs. Basically, it's an app that allows entrepreneurs to network together. So I'm sure you have a business, right? And so you can basically sign up on this app, get your business verified. I mean, prove the fact that you have a business. And then you can network with other business owners locally or even globally. And so that's kind of what I'm creating right now. I'm collaborating with other people and developers, et cetera. And uh, I'd love to put you in the app as well, potentially, and and, uh, and have, you, have you there. That would be great. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah because... Support, man, of course. Yeah, it's gonna be a win-win. It's gonna be called Meatworth. Um, I'll, I'll send you when it's ready. The beta version is gonna is gonna be ready very soon. So I'll send it to you when it's ready, and that that potentially could lead to you expanding your network in Miami and and all of that as well. That would be fantastic. Absolutely, man. Yeah. I, uh, I, Aita, Aita, Aita. Yeah, Aita. Exactly. Tere, Tere, Tere means hello, and Aita means hello. Aita, Kudas Laheb. Is that Kudas Laheb? How are you? I I don't know honestly. I I know only Tere Aita like. I didn't learn like the the, the whole language because we speak English all the time here. Right. So yes, I've learned a few things, but honestly, uh, I don't know what you said right now. It's yeah. a hard language. I, I <laughs> yeah, I need to learn, language. man. I need to learn. You actually, you gave me the motivation to learn more languages, to be honest, because when you I should, see man. you do, knowing all these languages, yeah, it's important. Yeah, Tunisians yeah. are good at learning languages. It's in our blood. So, so yeah, get out. true, 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 true. Yeah, so keep up the good work, Marwain. It was great having you here and... Uh, yeah, we keep in touch. And guys, go follow go follow him on social media. I'm sure you'll enjoy uh, his uh, his videos. And and we keep in touch. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. And I hope to talk again yeah. in the future. Marajay, inshallah. Welcome, man. Yeah, inshallah, Marajay. Thanks, uh, thanks, Marwin.